Hello, is the witch here speaking to you? <laughs> I'm recording from uh, Danvi's bedroom in her house in Venice Beach. I'm still in California, of course. <laughs> and uh, outside is so cold tonight and it's super windy. It seems like a witchy night. <laughs> there's like in the air, there's like a mystic atmosphere. And I don't know, it reminds me of like a horror movie or something. More like a witchy movie. <laughs> and I know that many people think that the witches are evil. But I am a witch and I'm not evil, so <laughs> I hope you will change your mind. And no, I'm not kidding actually. Yes, I'm a witch. Um, I even have a black cat and many people say that I am Sabrina the Witch. Like Sabrina the Witch, you know, the one with the black cat speaking to her. And my cat is not speaking to me. <laughs> but I think that uh, with his eyes, he can tell me every little secret that he has. Like, I'm hungry. <laughs> or when you're cuddles, I want to go outside. <laughs> I want to run in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I have this really good relationship with my cat. And he's black, so yeah. And I think that witches actually are just really wise women, women, uh, that they that think that magic exists. And being a witch, it's not just making witchcraft and spells and creating altars with little statues and putting books and crystals. It's not. It's more, I think believe in synchronicity for example and believe in synchronicity means that there's always a reason why a lot of events are occurring at the same time in that specific moment of your life there's no like casualty or it's not like a random collection of events but there's like a meaning behind that and a specific pattern in your life and I think it's up to you if you want to recognize the sign or not. Because the universe always gives you signs. But it's up to you if you want to read that signs and if you want to follow your instinct. If you want to live feeling what's in your gut. Or if you just want to <laughs> pretend that you're living the life that you want without even recognizing the signs. I think that a witch is a woman who really trusts in her gut feeling and she decides to live a life in which she follows that instinct the whole time, creating something that makes her feel that she's not betraying herself, but that she's, she's, she's creating something for herself and she's creating her path and she's following what, what belongs to her the whole time. That's how she creates magic in her life, making new connections and discovering new places or discovering new part of herself and discover um, which are the roots for her wounds and try to heal her wounds inside her. I think it's more a spiritual woman who really can read herself and to never stop questioning herself and grow up because of that. That's how I feel. I mean, that's how I think witches are. 
and that's why many times I feel like I'm a witch. <laughs> and here in California, it's nice because uh, I'm meeting a lot of witches. <laughs> like Danvish is a witch, and uh, and I remember when I was a child, um, I I already had this crush for witches, and. I I was sure, I was sure, it was a gut feeling, I was sure that one day I will have the chance to meet witches. I mean, women that are thinking about and with this mindset like me. And so I think this is the moment in which I finally met my witches. And, um, and uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe more, yeah. We, we went, me and Danvi, with another friend of her, she's a witch too. <laughs> so we were three witches in a car driving and we went to Death Valley. <laughs> that is such a mystic place, it's unbelievable. And I discovered that many people here in California just don't go to Death Valley because it's, it's far. And it's not even so far, I think it's four hours by car from Los Angeles, so it's not so far. But there's nothing in the Death Valley, that's why it's called the Death Valley. It's like a rock desert. And uh, and there's no there's no trees, there's nothing because there's no life there. It's always so dry, but it's stunning, it's amazing, it's an amazing place. And uh, <clears throat> and so we traveled together in this um, road trip together. Uh, speaking about um, Native American spells and believings and beliefs. Uh, yeah, it's really interesting because Death Valley is a place uh, full of Native American history and spiritual um, beliefs. And so um, we went to Death Valley and we booked a house. We booked a house and. Uh, I don't know, I always feel really comfortable when I travel and I can sleep anywhere. I can sleep in a hostel, I can sleep in a dorm with other people, I can sleep on a boat, I can sleep in the train, I can sleep in the bus, I can sleep really everywhere, I have no problem because, because I don't know, my, I have a deep sleep so I'm, I'm lucky. Um, but this time we went to this house and the house, I swear, the house was haunted. <laughs> it was, it, 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 there's, we have no proof, of course we have no proof, but it was more our feelings. It was so strange, me and Danby, we were convinced and we didn't even talk about it. Like the first hour we went there, we were there, we were just unpacking the luggages and preparing the room. Um, but it was so clear that the house was haunted. There was something that there was like a strange um, bad energy inside the house. I don't know. I don't be even. I never saw like a ghost or something. So I don't even know if I believe in ghosts. But I swear that in that house there was something like like maybe more like an energy. But it was so <laughs> clear for both me and Danvi and so I felt like a witch even more in that time <laughs> and, and yeah well the reason why we went to Death Valley is because I wanted I, I desperately wanted to see Zabriskie Point 
that is a viewpoint in um, at the beginning of the Death Valley. The beginning, well, I don't know if there's a beginning and the end, but uh, since the point where we were, we just uh, drive, which we drove for like one hour, I think. And it's a risky point, it's a magic place. It's, uh, I wanted to go there because many years ago I saw a movie by Michelangelo Antonioni, there is a director, is an Italian director movie. And that the movie is from the 70s. And um, the, uh, the uh, actors, there's an actor and an actress, and they're both American, I think. Uh, so, I mean, it's an Italian movie because their director is Italian, but I think it's more an American movie because all their actors are American. So, and um, I don't want, I don't want to say anything. Uh, about um, the uh, theme of the movie, um, but there's there is a there's a very beautiful love scene uh, in which the main characters, this boy and this girl, they start making love in the desert, and suddenly <laughs> uh, many couples, many other couples appear and they start making love, and so all the scene just become a dusty and psychedelic orgy <laughs> in the middle of the desert in in this point in this in this point in Zabriskie point and uh, and there's a beautiful 17th music um in in the in the soundtrack of the movie there there's also pink floyd that's why maybe i love the movie much more and um and it's so beautiful and when i came here uh, the first days I was telling everybody, oh my god, we were going to Zabriskie Point and everybody told me, what? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I said, no really, please tell me that you saw the movie or that you know what I'm talking about or that you know the place in Death Valley. And many people here just told me, no, I mean, I don't go to Death Valley. Usually, I, I maybe I went there one time, but I don't know what Zabriskie Point is. I found just one person and is a movie director and the writer so thank you and he said yes of course i saw the movie and he also liked it um it's, it's i i mean it, i think it's uh, like one of the contemplation movie that i love to see because i love to see this um slow movies i mean in which you have many moments of contemplations or with um silence or just music uh very long movies like melancholia like Zabriskie point or i mean yeah these kind of movies i'm i'm a really big fan of that and uh, and i remember that when i saw the risky point the first time because yeah because i saw it many other times um, I was, um, I was in a bus and I was, um, going uh, with my boyfriend, with my ex-boyfriend, one of my ex-boyfriend, one of my, I mean, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, we were, um, we were going, uh, to visit his parents in the south of Italy and, uh, he felt asleep because it was, I don't remember, I think, like, three hours by bus. And, uh, and so it was perfect for me, because I wanted to see something, to see a movie. And so I started watching the movie. And the first part, I don't want to say what talks about, but uh, 
but nothing special happened. I mean, there's no sex scenes. And exactly in the in the moment in which I was uh, looking at the sex scene, this when this two, um, when this this boy and this girl start making love in the desert, he woke up, <laughs> and uh, and he was like very interested in the scene. <laughs> So I think it's the only part that he saw about the movie. Maybe he saw it another another time. I don't know. I don't remember actually. But it was nice because I was in the middle of the bus with other people. There were also other people around me, but I didn't care. But I remember that it was super fun because it just woke up in that precise moment. And they have ear plugs, so it's not because of the because of the sounds of the movie. I don't know. He just had like the instinct to wake up in that precise moment doing the love scene <laughs> and so and yeah and so this uh it's a beautiful orgy uh with a lot of dust and they just start like uh jumping in the in this desert rocks and uh, and climbing and rolling down it's it's really really beautiful so please see the movie <laughs> please do it for me <laughs> And um, and so we went there, and and we spent the night in the haunted house. And the day after, we were so tensed, like we were so anxious because of that. Because I didn't even slept. I don't know. I I I couldn't even sleep. And I always sleep everywhere. I can sleep in on a boat, and stay even on the terrace of the boat in the middle of the night. I don't care. But in that house, I felt there was something. <laughs> And so, and I felt so anxious the whole night, so I didn't even sleep really well. And the girls, and Dandy and the other friend, uh, I think for, for them was the same for Dandy for sure. She didn't sleep at all. And so the day after, we were like uh, crazy cats. And, uh, and I remembered that um, there was a little fight uh, coming back home in the car while we were driving. But I don't think, I, I think it was more because we just accumulate, uh, we accumulated like a lot of bad energy in the house and then driving back home the day after, uh, I don't know, something, we, there was something wrong inside us. We just needed to fight uh, against uh, one, against the other one, I don't know. I don't know, I just remember that I felt strange, usually I, I feel in peace with the world. <laughs> I don't feel that I have to fight with somebody else, and uh, and so we, uh, so since we are witch, witches, um, we recognize that um, that maybe it was um, more because we had a lot of negative energies inside us. <laughs> That's um, that was the reason of the fight, and so we decided to just uh, have a really relaxed moment and we went to this Korean spa oh my god it was so relaxing because you have all these different baths uh, with hot water and in one the water was so hot that I thought oh my god I'm an egg and I'm really boiling at this water like making boiling eggs boiled eggs <laughs> and, and, uh, and so we went uh, to this Korean spa in Los Angeles, I discovered that it's really common for women just um, 
treat themselves and love themselves and make these really relaxing and healing ceremonies like making tea here they have they are obsessed with tea they have a lot of kind of tea not only like a jasmine that i really love but also like brown rice tea it's like a japanese tea and uh, and i bought um, a pack of this japanese tea in japanese market it's crazy it's it's a japanese market means that everything inside the market it's only from japan and the customers were only japanese <laughs> except for me and my friend uh, you can find everything here i think that los angeles is kind of like a mix of cultures you can find everything there's a neighborhood for korean like in this neighborhood when there was the korean spa and um and there's another one for Chinese and of course there's a Mexican one and so I don't know if there's a Japanese neighborhood but um, but yes there, this market it's it's awesome because you can find anything you can find noodles you can find sushi of course uh, but everything has directly directly coming from Japan so the brand is Japanese you cannot you cannot even read what's in the um in, in the name of the package because it's only Japanese language so I didn't even know what I was buying but she helped me because Danby's living here since 12 20, uh, no like 20 years I think I don't know so yeah she's an expert <laughs> And um, and so it's nice because um, uh, yeah she has uh, this uh, way to just um, calm herself, uh, making a bath maybe because uh, here in in her house I finally have a bath up and I love it because in Florence I don't have it in my house but uh, it's something that I really love to do actually. And there's no, there's no reason why I should like um, skip the bath. So I became really obsessed now that I have a bathtub in a house. It's like a, <laughs> oh my god, it's like every day instead of making a shower, I would love to make a bath and just light a lot of candles and put some like mineral bath salts in the bottom and just put the hot water and just lay down in the bathtub and think and meditate there <laughs> yeah i'm like obsessed right now because um it's, it's nice to do these little rituals for yourself like preparing the tea or preparing the bath or always eat what you feel that is nourishing yourself like like here we are obsessed with sushi too uh, Dami, she she loves eat sushi so many times she she just treat me for dinner and sushi's places um, and I remember that that night after the Korean spa we went to this place and uh, and it was like an orgasmic sushi place <laughs> uh, because every bite of the sushi was like tasting the whole ocean was like having the whole ocean ocean in your mouth was incredible i never i never never taste sushi good like that i think it's really expensive 
but maybe because the chef uh, decided to pick just the high best high quality of sushi and fish sushi of, of fish at the market and so I love to just um, treat myself in a more kind way with those, all these little rituals and uh, and so yeah this is my witchy episode <laughs> and, uh, and since I since I always want to put a song in an episode I think that this, this time I I will pick one of the Zabriskie Point movie soundtrack and there's a really beautiful song uh, and it's called Tennessee Waltz and, and it basically speak about a couple so there is a woman with this man and uh, she bring him to uh, um, like like a waltz uh, in Tennessee and then and during the during the dance she met one of her friend and and the man start dancing with her friend and he fell in love with her so she i mean the, the song is really really sad i mean it's a really beautiful song it's not even a sad song but she, um the uh the topic is so sad because to speak about this uh woman looking at his man and realizing that her man her man and realizing that her man is falling in love with her friend and so she feels she feels she felt like she feels like that she's losing him and that her friend is stalling his heart the man's heart it's a very sad song but it's so beautiful maybe maybe I mean maybe this man wasn't her soulmate <laughs> of course it wasn't and what is a soulmate I don't even know what is a soulmate uh, I read I read the sometimes uh, somewhere um, that I a soulmate it's uh, it's not someone that has to complete you but is the person who inspires you to complete yourself oh my god yeah yes it's not it's not easy to find somebody that make you feel like that um, but I think that if you stop looking for somebody else because you think that you're just a half of yourself and you and you need somebody else to complete you you would never experience that because actually I think you have to start from the point in which you feel that you are already full because of the love that you have for yourself but that with another person that can support you you can uh, you can be the best version of yourself you can be you can be even more complete you can be even more full just because he supports you and he inspires you I remember the night and the Tennessee walls now I know just how much I am lost 
Beautiful Tennessee.